Today, let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now we ask that as we look into your world, you teach us yourself in the name of Jesus. Amen. And Lord, I uh, want to thank you for the showers that we have in this part of the world. We are grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for what you have been doing. We are grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. As we listen to your word, teach us yourself in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Today um, we have been looking at um, last week we looked at um, profiting from the time of war and we're looking at um, what should be what should we do what should we be doing at this time particularly this corona virus time and make no mistake this is war praise the lord uh, whether we like it or yes the next system of war may not be that of uh, guns may not be that of guns and uh, guns and bombs like that we may be looking into what is called biological war where they use nature to fight things that are growing biology plants and the virus to fight with people so and well it's not for us to be afraid of it's just for us to maintain the right attitude so the title of today's short exhortation is maintaining the right attitude in time of war praise the lord or let me say maintaining the time attitude the right attitude at this time there is a book I think by Matt, um, by John Maxwell that says attitude is altitude. There's another book that says attitude is everything. John Maxwell in his book says your attitude determines your altitude, which means the level with which you are going to be, whether in your studies, that's in your books. Or the levels you are going to, your family will look at, will, will be, the level your relationship with God will be, depends on the attitude that you are showing. So, I am not really here to explain the etymology and the dictionary meaning of attitude, because it's normally a word that we all use. I just want us to look at maintaining the right attitude at this time simply attitude is as is the the condition of our heart that determines our behavior praise the lord attitude is what how our heart looks like that determines how we are what behaving so when somebody have a proud attitude that attitude will determine what they will be doing. I pray God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So all over the 
the Bible, there has been times like this in the Bible. In fact, I was telling somebody the other time that if you read the KJV version of First Chronicle, Second Chronicle, chapter 15, chapter 15, I think in the verse 5, you will see you will see where God was talking, where the Bible described, you know, what we are passing through here in another light. The Bible said if you if you check through the living living uh living uh, new living translation you see the bible said there that they will neither be able to go out nor come in if we start from verse 3 now for long season israel has been without true god and without teaching priests and without law, but then they are trouble. But, but when they are in their trouble, they turn unto the Lord of Israel. They sought him, he, he was found of dead. Verse 5 And those times there was no peace to, to him that went out, nor to him that come in. But great vexation were, upon, were all upon the inhabitants of the countries, and nations were destroyed of nations, city of city, and for God did vex them with all adversity. If you check the new translation, the new living translation, it says that um, it says that they were not able to travel, and every there was trouble everywhere. So you see, there is no situation that men could be that has not been described in the Bible, and so. But you see here that God is saying, even at this time, there is there are right attitude you can maintain. Listen to me. Most of the time, there is nothing we can do about these times. It is either God is punishing the world, it is either the devil is actually trying to take advantage of an ignorance of nations or the church a lot of things could be happening and we are not here to tell us that oh this is what is happening or not but we must know that at this time if we can maintain the right attitude if we can maintain the right attitude the right spirit it is either god will through us stop it is either God will through us stop this this thing that is going on, or at least God will keep us through this time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Story is told of of um the story is told of a time at I think the new uh, Second World War, where a a country I think China they were fighting. And people were inside. There is this armor tank. Once you are in your armor tank, they will not bombs will not catch you. Bombs will bomb, bombs will not hit you. You are protected in that armor tank. So what what did the enemy do? 
they start throwing distractions. They start making noise. Sometimes they will call the name of the officers. Sometimes they will call the name of the officers so that they can just remove their head like this. Once they remove their head, then the attack will hit them. Praise the Lord. So once we are when once we maintain the right attitude in at this period, we are sure we are going to be saved. But if we allow the devil to lure us by the noise of this time, it can be dangerous. And I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. So the first attitude God will want us to have is the attitude of repentance and a contrite spirit. The attitude of repentance and repentance and contrite spirit. What is a repentant attitude? A repentant attitude is not that I fall into, I am sinning and then I am repenting. Not necessarily that that person is sinning and repenting. But the repentant attitude says that I know I can sin. I know I can make mistakes. And so I know I can be corrected. A repentant attitude is that spirit that is searching in this period. What have I done that can contribute, that is contributing to this uh, moment, that is contributing to these things? Listen to me. When God gathered enough repentance, I like to tell you that these things will, will pass. I don't know the perspective you think about this thing, whether it's God or the devil or men, but I like to tell you that God has power to remove this thing. And one thing that can move the hand of God, sorry, one thing that can move the hand of God so swiftly is when his people develop a repentant heart. People of God, prior to this time, even as Christians, we have, we have done wickedly to the covenant. We have not brought, we have brought, we have not brought forth the praise of Jehovah. We have not impressed people with the grace of God. Praise the Lord. And so because of that, it, it, that is what could have you know, contributed greatly to God permitting these things to happen. But this is what I'm trying to say. Once we can develop a repentant heart, that the, the repentant heart will now search for, okay, how, what is it that I've contributed? And so we will remove our own error from the error that is going on. And when God is able to see enough repentant, repentance in the land, I like to tell you, God Himself will remove this thing. We wouldn't need to pray long. We didn't need to pray much when we develop a repentant heart. When you check the book, uh, the book of um, uh, Isaiah chapter sixty-six, verse two, Psalm 50, Isaiah Psalm fifty-seven, seventeen, Isaiah uh, fifty. Please, can you read Isaiah sixty-six? Two? I'll just read two of it, two of it. But can you please can you start reading from verse one? Psalm sixty-six. Thus saith the Lord, 
the heaven is my throne, okay. and the earth is my footstool. Okay. Where is the house that you built unto me? Okay. And where is the place of my rest? Okay. Okay. All those things at mine. Okay. At my handmaid. Okay. And all those things have have been said the Lord. Okay. But to this man will lie me. Okay. Even to him that is poor mm -hmm. and of a contrite spirit. Okay. And trembleth at my word. Okay. So the man that is poor, the man that is of a contrite spirit, the man that trembles at the word of the Lord. I pray God help us in Jesus' name. Of course, we know that um, somewhere in the in Matthew chapter 5, the Bible said, Blessed are those that are poor in spirit, they shall inherit the kingdom of God. The poverty we are not talking about, we are talking about here, does not necessarily mean the poverty in uh, that, 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 that means we do not have money, but a poverty whereby a man knows He's poor because he doesn't have enough of God. So the Bible said, any man that is pure, poor, any man that, that has a contract spirit, and any man that trembles on the word of God, God will always be with that person. Can you read Second uh, Corinthians chapter 7, verse 14? That is a very popular one. Second Corinthians 7, 14. For if I have boasted anything to him of you. Ah, my sister, I'm sorry. Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles 2, 14. Can you, you can start reading from verse, verse 12. Be the God of Israel that made heaven and earth. What do you which one are you ready? Seven fourteen. From and, verse twelve. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night. Okay. And said unto him, Okay. I have had thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for an house of sacrifice. Okay. If I shut up heaven, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain. Okay. Or if I command the locals to devour the land. Okay. If I send pestilence among my people. Okay. If my people, which are called by my name, okay, shall humble themselves. Okay. And pray. Okay. And seek my face. Okay. And turn from their wicked ways. Okay. Then we I hear from heaven. Okay. I will forgive their sin. Okay. Their okay. Praise the Lord. You see God saying here. That if my people eh, shall humble themselves, but you know, most of them we like to pre, eh, to say the first one, if they shall humble themselves and pray. We don't talk about if they shall turn from their wickedness. You know, that's humbleness and prayer talks about con con the contriteness of heart. But turning from wicked ways talks about what? Repentance. So it is time for us to repent. And if we are not, most of the time, especially as the church, if we are not locating our part in this matter, then we do not want this matter to finish as early as possible. Praise the Lord. I want us to read Psalm 34, verse 18. That's the last thing. 
the last that's the last scripture we'll be reading there are still two more scriptures because of our time Psalm 34 18 the Lord is nine unto them that are of a broken heart okay and saved such as we are contrite spirit. praise the Lord you see God is near to those who are of a broken heart and he saved those that are of what a contrite spirit so the right the first right attitude at this time that we guarantee that god will not leave you that will guarantee the faithfulness of god towards you that will guarantee that god will always attend to you is to have a repentance a contrite a broken a heart that trembles a heart that wants to listen to god a heart that wants to do what is God's God, what is God's bidding, and with this, God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. The second attitude at this time is to trust and follow hard. Trust and what follow hard when we walk with the Lord in the light of His world. What a glory is shed on our way as we do His good will. He abides with us still, and with all who we trust and obey, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. The central truth of the Bible, whether in the New Testament or the Old Testament, is that God wants men to trust him. God wants men to, I can go quote on and on and on and on verses, chapter of the Bible. I was even discovering that the reason why, you know, we, we, there is this Ezekiel chapter 37 where the Bible likened the children of Israel to dry bones. If you go and read that story, you discover that that story somewhere, somewhere ended in the fact that uh, my people will then trust me. Then they will call my name. I say, ah, ah. So the reason why God allowed Israel to degenerate, they died. They they got uh, uh, they, they they died. They they got decayed. They dried off. They became bones. God was watching them. Why? Because God he, he did not heal them. He did not restore them. Why? Because God wanted them to trust Him. So he wanted to take them to their own end, whereby they could come back and God will be the only person he will trust. Like I said the other time, you know, a lot of things, a lot of noise will, will come around this time. A lot of issues will come around. A lot of fears will come. A lot of people will say 10,000 people are dying there. People are dying there. People are dying there. People are dying there. Hey, it has reached your back, back, backyard. It has reached your front yard. Please trust the Lord and follow hard. Psalm 63 verse 8. Psalm 63 verse 8. Psalm 63 verse 8 says, My soul follow hard after you your right hand uphold me my soul follow hard after you your right hand uphold me 
by but those who seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower part of the earth you know the crux of it is that i will follow hard what does it mean to follow hard even in troubled times refuse not to go into disbelief don't lose your confidence in god don't lose your trust in god keep believing on him trust him trust him there is no 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 sin there is no sin that god jesus anointed in the bible when he was on earth that than unbelief there is nothing that surprises jesus more than believing people believing him even in unlikely situation there is nothing that god got more annoyed in with the children of israel when they were in wilderness than murmuring due to unbelief due to lack of trust so this time we are going to see uh we're going to see a whole lot of things this time we're going to see a whole lot of things that will cause us not to believe this time we'll see a lot of things that will draw our heart please this is not this is not a time to lose our faith in god and i pray god help us in jesus name then the next attitude is the attitude of service in spirits praise the lord service in spirit i'm going to quote i'm going to mention this scripture and i will say what is there praise the lord i will not uh because of our time i will not uh we will not we may not read all of them or we never read any of them and i pray god help us in jesus name in the book of um in the book of john chapter 4 19 in uh, john chapter 4 19 to 24 the bible st- spoke about uh, jesus when he was talking to that samaritan woman told him that uh, the samaritan woman said something he said our fathers asked us to worship god on this mountain but you say if we don't get to jerusalem we cannot what worship god and jesus said worshiping god is not a matter of a place now i'm not i'm not against uh, uh sincerely i miss church i i i greatly miss church i miss the corporate fellowship i miss my pastor preaching to me i miss a whole lot of things about church i meet i miss the time when we wear nice clothes and go to church i miss the praise worship that we do i miss a whole lot of things in church i miss the church i believe in the corporate anointing that is in church several times when my soul is not proper when i go to church god uses the church the corporate uh, service that we do to, to to correct my my soul God uses, you know, the things that is happening in the church to to to, to the, the messages of the church to correct my soul. And because of this, I so much love the church. But at the time we are in, this is not a time to to. You see, I see a lot of people joining the argument. You know, uh, some people will say, "Okay, fine. Uh, you open the markets." And you close church. A great man of God 
you know, is actually championing that and not criticizing him. He knows what he sees. He's called to do something. What he's called to do, he will do it. And he's called to champion some things. And you see some other people, church members, joining uh, in uh, joining the, the argument. And you see other people fighting against that argument. And say, oh, would you say we should, we should not, we should open church like this, like that. It is not a time for us to join such arguments. Anybody that, that God has asked to talk, let him talk. It is not a time for us to join argument whether the church should be opened or not. This is a time for spiritual service. I know at appropriate time, church will be opened and we will all go back to church. But service to God is not a matter of a particular place or the other. And so this is the time where our service is most needed. If you name it the name of the Lord, Paul said in the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 9, he said, my God that I served with my spirit. If you name the name of the Lord, this time is time when God is looking for your service, particularly, most especially, especially your service in the place of prayer. The Bible spoke in the book of um, Luke chapter 2 from verse 36, mentioned a woman named Anna. The Bible said she was a virgin. She married, she married and her husband died about seven years. And because of that, she remained in the temple of God and she served the Lord with her spirit. Listen, it is not in, in, in prayer. She served the Lord in prayer with her spirit. It is not the place she is, but the spirit with which she served. This is a time where the whole world, the church, nations, depends on your service of prayer. And you know, one of the things you could do, we could all do to be in the service of the Lord, to be in the service of the Lord, is to join the prayer force. Pray, pray, pray. This is time to pray. And I pray God help us in Jesus' name. Penultimate, uh, the, 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 the second to the last point is patience. Praise the Lord. Let's, be, let's all be patient at this time. God is walking. Patience is the ability to wait for God to act. And Psalm 37, I've forgotten the verse, you know, really put, brings that up. He said, wait patiently. I think the New Living Translation says, wait patiently for God to act. Do not fret. I know a whole lot of things, a whole lot of uh, conspiracy theories, a lot of wicked people are in action at this time. But listen, let us be patient. Let's wait patiently. Let's wait in the place of prayer. Let's wait in the place of worship. Let's wait patiently. Let's allow God. This time is, is the time for God to display His glory, to display His mag, uh, mag, the magnitude of His glory. This is the time for, for God to display His power. But it's also a time for us to wait for Him. Or watch 
He said in Psalm 46, he said, wait, watch and see what I will do to the nations. So please, it's time for us to be what? Patient. And I pray God help us in Jesus' name. Lastly, this is the time to live righteously. An attitude that will that will sustain God with us. An attitude that will ensure that the faithfulness of God is with us. We do not live under the faithfulness of God. Is to have an attitude of living and preaching righteousness. Zechariah chapter 7 verse 9. Zechariah 7 9. You also find that same point in Zechariah 8, 16 to 17, and Micah 6, 8. We are going to read all of them. I'm, I'm rounding up now. Zechariah, Zechariah is the book, you, chapter. chapter 7, yes. verse 9. Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, Execute true judgment, and shew mercy and compassion every man to his brother. Ten. No, ten. Okay, verse ten. I, I mean. And oppress and oppress not the widow, okay. not the fatherless, okay. the strangers, not the poor. Okay. And let none of you imagine evil against his brother in your heart. Praise the Lord. Okay, Zechariah chapter eight, verse sixteen. I read, these are the things that you shall do. Speak you every man truth to his neighbor. Execute judgment, execute the, the judgment of truth and peace in your gates. And let none of you imagine evil in your heart against his neighbor and, and, love, <coughs> and love no false oaths. For all those things I ate, says the Lord. Micah chapter 6 verse 8. Micah chapter 6 verse 8. He hath shewed thee, O man, what is good. And what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Praise the Lord. Amen. This is the cross of the salvation or the covenant we have with, with God. You see, a lot of times people say, oh, fine, we are in grace period, this is uh, dispensation of grace, uh, like that, like that. Listen, whether grace or law, what God actually wants is that righteousness will be practically displayed in the world. The reason why God set up the grace set up grace is because law, the law, failed to establish righteousness in the world. And I said, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I know that. I'm also the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I know that by, by the reason of the blood that was shed upon my life, I am free. I know Jesus paid everything. I know I am righteous not because of what I do to God. Praise the Lord. I'm righteous because Jesus died. I know that. 
But the reason of the investment of Christ is that the, the next door neighbor will see Christ in my life. Is that practical righteousness, practical judgment, mercy, love. The Bible said there are two things that are important, two of the laws that are so important. The first is love the Lord your God, and the second is as important as the first, which is love your neighbor as yourself. The nations are looking for the righteousness of God. Your understanding of theology will not do that. It is the living of righteous life, preaching of righteousness that will do that. The nations need to repent. One of the reasons I still say it when I started, one of the reasons why these things will continue, is continuing, is because the sins with which men did that drew us into this thing, a lot of us have not repented. And how will they repent if nobody preached to them? So this is a time to live and preach righteousness. When we have this attitude, I like to tell you <clears throat> that you will pass through this period and it will look like you actually uh, you, you pass through this period unscattered. You, you pass through this period with, with, with grace on your side. And I pray God help us in Jesus' name. So I want us to pray and say, God, help me to maintain the right attitude at this time there are there, 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 there still maybe other attitudes that we have not uh, that I have not uh, that I have not mentioned i pray the holy spirit will teach us those ones in the name of jesus mm-hmm. but this attitude our great attitude we can maintain at this time and god will help us let's begin to pray father lord help me to live with the right attitude let's begin to pray mandates to stand up Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus uh, that you help me, Lord, to have the right attitude.